0: Grandpa, get more coffee, right now. Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry, and Jeff. The noise you heard at the beginning, thats my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. I'm doing this because of my love for coffee. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's fifth son. I am Jeff. Okay, let's get this week going. Our first coffee review is a place called Ren coffee house and it's actually in tucson arizona so we went there in 2019 and i kept it on my phone and you know i keep track of all the good coffee places wherever we travel to and this place was excellent it's in st phillips plaza on campbell avenue number 24 it was excellent excellent coffee i just looked up to see because we may be going to arizona Shortly, and I wanted to see her open even during the pandemic, and they are so it'll be one of our first stops, or when we get there, one of our um, important stops, at least for me. Service was great, food was good, everything was absolutely perfect. Again, it's Ren Coffee House It's R E N Coffee House in Tucson. Okay, let's go with our movie, which is one of my favorite movies uh, Serendipity. I know a lot of people, you know, think wow, you know, that's a chick flick. Well, whatever. It's got Kate scale in it. So yeah, it's a chick flick. So <laughs> that's good stuff. John Cusack being from Chicago. We saw it. Rachel and I on a visit to Nebraska where she went to college. Seen in there at the actual move or um, the coffee place they go to is Serendipity. They meet at the beginning. They're fighting over a pair of gloves and then they decide to go somewhere. And where do they go? They go to this restaurant called Serendipity thing in a movie it's called serendipity three and they have of course coffee and john Cusick says this is really good good coffee great movie great coffee scene it's something where they don't go to a bar in new york or anywhere they go to a let's call it a coffee place serendipity again good choice shows the importance of a of coffee in a movie that shows uh you know good conversation Recommended movie, and again, I love cake, beck, and scale, so. This is quite a coffee. No, but I'm serious about the check. It's the least I can do. Well, thank you, but See, now I have to go find something else for my girlfriend. Oh, i your girlfriend. Is it oh, I can't accept them. Well, you have to, otherwise you won't treat. Really? <laughs> this is the ultimate blend to drink. Where do you find this place for? I first came in because of the name. Hmm. Serendipity. Let's move on from that. Past couple of weeks, I talked about Mo, I talked about Michael Martin. Uh, this week, I'm going to talk about my brother, John, who passed away last um, April, 2020. Um, it wasn't from COVID. I won't get into what happened to him. But this past week, we had a uh, celebration of his life. There was one in October. So we had this one. My brother, Jerry, and I, and we were able to tell some good stories up there. I have to tell this one because it's my favorite, favorite John story. It was back in California, 1968. I was in six, sixth grade. I had to stay after school because I got in a fight with some with some other kids. And the teacher grabbed me, dragged me into the classroom. And in California, if you're not familiar with with classrooms in California, they're just one level, one level schools so if you ever seen the movie halloween where little tommy's coming out with that big pumpkin at the school that's not Haddonfield illinois that was filmed at some school in california so it's like that it's just they're all rows of one of classrooms on one one floor let's call it ranch ranch house classrooms i'm sitting there and about a half hour goes by and all of a sudden my brother john shows up and he walks in and he asks the teacher what's going on the teacher said well your brother's got gotten into trouble for fighting and he has to stay for an hour so my brother says well he can't stay for an hour he has to go home right now my mom sent me here to get him so the teacher says okay but he's gonna have to make it up probably tomorrow my brother says yeah that's fine so I think he had a date or something he was uh what was he 516? we walk out of there we're walking and he says well what happened so I'm telling him I you know I was doing pretty good and in, in this and that. I said, I was going good until the teacher grabbed me and dragged me into the classroom. He stops me, goes, he grabbed you and dragged you into the classroom. I said, yeah. I said, I'm okay. You know, he leans down by me. He goes, you wait right here. He goes, don't move. I said, okay. So about 10 minutes later, he comes back and he's smiling. He puts his arm around me you don't have to stay that half hour tomorrow. And I got a good feeling that your grades are going to get a lot better after this. I said, well, what happened? He goes, nothing really. He goes, I just had a little talk with him, but I don't know what kind of talk it was, but it worked. Uh, the, the teacher never brought it up again. He never ever, you know, was bad to me. Uh, he just treated me like a student, which was fine with me. You know, I didn't look at him any different. I never wondered what happened and he went in there and he took care of business it was a big brother taking care of his little brother there's an episode in leave it to beaver where beaver's being picked on and he wants wally to beat up the kid so ward tells wally you can't do it so beaver looks at his dad and says dad what's the use of having big brothers if they can't beat people up for you And that's exactly what it was for me. I had four brothers that were always there for me. Wasn't anything. We just got home, ate. He went on his way, and we never brought it up again. That's my favorite John story because he just, the way he did it, and I can't repeat what he said to me. The way he said it it was almost like a Sonny Corleone moment where part of it was that beep, 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 beep. That's when he said, you wait here. So... Okay, let's move on to something else with my brother, John. Later, uh, he came in from Florida and I think it was the girls graduations, Rachel and Courtney's graduations. And when everybody left, we had a lot of beer left. So me and him, him and I are sitting in the backyard drinking and we only had this umbrella thing for the patio at the umbrella table. So we're sitting there and a mist of rain starts coming. And it was great conversation, just catching up on all of the years, Florida, and looking back, you know, talking about different things. I realized then that he isn't going to go in. We have all this beer, and we kept drinking. We kept drinking and drinking. Finally, I go in the refrigerator in the garage, and there's only two Coronas left, and they're Pams. That's what Pam liked at that time, and I knew I shouldn't touch it. But then I thought, if I tell him That these are Pams and we got to call it a night. He's gonna tell me I quit first. So it was basically a competition between brothers, which was was fun and we're wet. Again, it wasn't a rain, wasn't even a drizzle, it was just like some mist. And we just sat out there. Finally, I told him, I said, look, these are the last two. Pam is gonna be mad at me. I'll take the punishment. Let's kill this one off. And then when I said, go look in the refrigerator. In the garage, I have no more beer. I think we drank like two cases of beer. We, we get in, it had to be about four in the morning. Lays on the couch in the family room, and I fell asleep on the floor. About an hour later, I'm laying there, and you know, one of them things where you think you're in a dream, and everything's either going good or bad. And I'm like, wow, whatever coffee is, is on, whatever coffee Pam is making is really bad, or maybe it's burnt coffee or something. I said, it's really God, it's terrible smell and everything. So I roll over and I look and there's John's feet next to my face. He had gotten off the couch and he laid on the, (laughs) on the floor. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but it was like really, really bad. You know, balsers haven't been known for good looking feet. So they were not only stinky, but they were ugly. And it's the first thing you don't want to see in the the first thing in the morning, you don't want to see or smell. And it was like the three stooges throughout the day. I couldn't smell anything. It was like my smell sense had gone from the let's call it raunchy smell of his feet. I explained to Pam that John had drank his all of his, uh, all of her Corona. So she could yell at him and not me. That was another good John moment. Um, I have a ton of other stories about my brother. He's missed very much. You know, when people say, yeah, time heals heals wounds. It doesn't. It, it it really doesn't. It still hurts. Uh, time might heal flesh wounds, but it does not heal your heart or your brain. I miss him very much. We all miss him very much. He was a great guy, great smile, um, everything, and a great big brother, a great father, a great son, and he was he was everything. A great athlete. We'll end it with that one. The celebration of life for my brother was excellent. Uh, we told some good stories. Um, Don Flair from the old neighborhood from Bridgeport. And he's actually good friends with Mo, Who we found who was actually alive. I'm trying to contact him. Um, he told some stories. My brother, Joe, told some stories. That's his John's twin brother. Told some great stories. My brother, Jerry, he had some great stories. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great uh, celebration. It wasn't a sad thing like, um, let's call it the first one, which was basically a funeral this was a celebration of life and it was a chance life and it was, it was a good thing. And it's, I don't want to say it's closure, but it's uh, we needed to have a good celebration of life for my brother. Annette, just another reminder about uh, Marshall Fields and September, all of September, we're going to be doing Marshall Fields stories. I am getting a few emails, more emails in regarding people working or visiting marshall fields especially during christmas time with the windows and um the walnut room we'll be ready for that one my brother jerry's excited we got a few other people lined up so it's going to be a good time uh we went this past week to see the cow sills and they're my third favorite group from the 60s i know you're thinking god he keeps uh, lists i yeah i keep a list My favorite group, of course, was the Grassroots, then the Beatles, and then the Cowsells, which they got the Partridge family from. Stay with us till the very end. And as Roger Ebert used to say, do not leave during the credits, because if you do, you never know what might pop up. So I'm going to do um, the Rain, the Park, and other things, you know, the Flower Girl song, and um, I'll butcher it. I'm not going to sing it. I tried singing. I practiced, but it's not good. It's still not. My voice still... Hasn't been the same since seventh grade, but we'll we'll, we'll do it with the words. I actually kind of like it, the way I change words around. So we will do that at the very end. So hang on with that. Okay, here we go. This is for Rhonda. I saw her brewing in the rain, coffee pouring out of her. She didn't seem to care. She sat there and poured for me. Then she took my cup and she poured me some more. And I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew she had made me happy. Coffee everywhere. I love the coffee girl. She seems so sweet and kind. She's always in my mind. I love the coffee girl. Thank you. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week where we continually talk about coffee, which we all love. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne to Elements. Thank you. Uh, Production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you could also find our website on Buzzsprout. Everyone in our family, including my mom and dad, um, but, and he was a great dad and everything. It was just sorely missed. And we, I think we all needed that so we could tell good stories. And it was funny. Some were serious, uh, like mine, was serious till the end, till, you know, he got a hold of the teacher. Um, just a look on his face. And again, he was only 16. Just a look on his face was just like, wow. Wow. Um, he uh, and he took care of business so and uh he was always there so we and again we miss him it's one of our uh our brothers as as i said the time doesn't heal wounds so you know it still hurts it hurts a lot but you try and deal with it every day you know so because every everything you see sometimes every day will be mm-hmm. a reminder something will remind you of your brother you know it always right. will so, but yeah, you know, it's, it's depressing that he's gone, but then also you think of all the good times. I told another story about him uh, taking me out to throw snowballs at buses during a snowstorm. I was getting on my mom's nerves and she said, get him on. My, of mom my mom's nerves. nerves. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>